Hey man, did you notice? What's up? The bubbling stopped. Wait, does that mean our brains are completely melted? I don't know. I'm still thinking pretty good. Me too's. We better check on the elder brain. Oof, you don't look so good. What's wrong, buddy? Dang, I didn't know illithids could be diabetic. Can we do anything? Oh, so you need a direct infusion of fresh brain? No problem. Dan, do you mind cutting your head open real quick and giving him a taste? I mean, that makes perfect sense, except why my brain? Because you're smarter. You're buttering me up so that you can lobotomize me? Yes. Oh, it's working. Grab that rusty glaive and saw my skull open, buddy. Hold on, Elder Brain. I got that good, good brain junk coming. Garen, you ready? It's about to drop. Do it. Dungeons and Dragons. Dan here. I started out in 5e. And me? I was sitting behind the DM screen. Yeah, that was three short years ago. I built a dragonborn fighter with no gusto. Fast forward a year. We're buying supplements and copping brand new gear. Incessantly making characters for one another. The only one who cared, of course, was our brother. Building new characters, score them all day. Each and every week, a brand new baby. How's their melee? How's their range? How's their magic? How controlling? How deranged? That's not a category. Just keep going. Uh, I think we were here? Grab a comfy chair and a glass of mead. Another fresh episode in your feed. Other podcasts can be kinda drab. This ain't one, it's the Character Lab. And welcome to the D&D Character Lab, the show based around the one thing we as players cannot resist. And that is compulsive creating characters and daydreaming about their validity in-game. <laughs> Each week we are bringing a... <laughs> You're so smooth! Each week we are bringing a new character to the table, drawing from a plethora of published content and scoring against a predefined table of criteria. It is then up to us to use our own personal charisma model... Charisma model... So good. It is then up to us to use our own curse. <laughs> Is then up to us to use our own personal charisma modifiers to convince the other that our baby is best. And you know I'd be drinking beer from my shoe like the Aussies do. This is Dan here. This week we've returned to tr to a tried and true format of creating the worst characters we can for each other in an effort to lose. And this is our third entry into You're the Worst Pantheon <laughs> of Crap Shows. And this week we made level 9 characters. Guys, listen, it's hard to suck at level 9. But we're gonna try. But these do. No more intros. You always start off! Let's get into it. Dan, introduce your character first. I'm not going to because there are no intros. No, you gotta write a backstory right now about this character. So, listen guys, um, Garen has handed me, just now, the character sheet for Airbnb. So guys, we are recording this, if it's slightly echoey, we are recording this from our Airbnb in Columbus, Ohio, while we are attending the Origins Convention in Columbus, Ohio, and it is a corpse class, level 9, of the Wolf Tar race, with the folk hero background, so I am well known as a dead body in town, and... People flock to see this body. I'm imagining I'm something like Stalin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Stalin's corpse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, American Werewolf in London, but in a encapsulated uh, little coffin. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Like a dictator leader turned into a werewolf and then died, and everyone was just fascinated. And they just preserved him like Kim Jong Il or Stalin. I I'm imagining I'm something like that. Yeah. Um, so that's my backstory. 
What do you got this week? I've got Zunarel, who is a level 9 wild sorcerer, half orc race with the knight background, which makes... Why is he a knight, though? It makes perfect sense. He was knighted for his erratic tendencies because they were worried if they didn't provide him with some sort of honorary title, he would go totally off the handle. So they needed to respect him. Oh, they needed to respect him because his magic was so respectable, right? I mean, No, no, his good magic at... was so threatening, right? No, but it's good. It's good magic. Is he accurate? He's very accurate. He's very stylized. He's very fancy. Oh. Yeah, so Zunarel was born a sorcerer. He knew that life was going to be a struggle for him, so he just worked on his chaotic lifestyle. He worked on it? He worked on it. He tried to emphasize. He tried to capture. I feel like I'm going on too far with this backstory at this point. It's just unraveling before me. Well, Garen, I think that now that we've got some loose backstories formulated, I think I'm going to roll on. But before then, these dice seem a little hollow. Yeah. I think it's time to go to Tabletop Loot. They're full of great products and even more heart. Their store has shirts, mugs, tote bags, and hordes and hordes of dice. What really makes this place special is they regularly support gaming in schools by having sales where every dice set purchased means that one will be donated to a school gaming program. And what's more is their dice selection cannot be beat. We don't have time to list them all this week, so I'm going to highlight the one that I would use when playing Airbnb. And that would be Dragonbone with its appearance of aged bone with black numbers. It's perfect for a body that's been decomposing and the bones are starting to show. When you click the link in our show notes or head on over to tabletoploot.com for a brand new set of dice for your new character, use the code LABRAT to get 15% off your total purchase. That's L-A-B-R-A-T. This works on everything except the Metal Norse Foundry dice, which those folks we met over at Origins Gaming Convention and they're awful fine folks. So if you want to buy those, you may not get a discount, but you'll get an awful fine set of dice. So grab some fresh loot and give Boring the Boot. Thank you, Dan and Tabletop Loot, for that message. Now, if you're just joining us, this is where I'll explain the show format. If you aren't, skip ahead 20 seconds. We have nine categories which we prepared arguments for, and each we will state why our character deserves a score between minus two and positive two. A positive two is the amount of prep work we do on a normal episode, and a minus two is what's happening right now. <laughs> Additionally, once per show, we will each have a charisma roll, which we will force upon our opponent, and they will have to roll for the score in which they are arguing. If you didn't know that, this is the wrong episode to be jumping in on. Finally, the person with the most points wins the episode, and the points mean nothing. Let's jump into melee, and I will start with my melee category. Zunarel is a sorcerer, so I have got a club with plus zero to hit, 1d4, Bludgeoning damage. I've also got an unarmed strike with a plus four to hit. With one bludgeoning one damage. One bludgeoning damage, but that plus four to hit is huge. Like, let me roll right now. That's a nine. I'm arguing a minus one, because I got something. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a minus one. So, as Airbnb? Yeah, as a corpse. Can you give me the character sheet? <laughs> Dan's just reading this character sheet. <laughs> So, Garen just pulled up the character sheet, and I have a whip, which I have a no to hit, which um, does never damage, and I have an unarmed strike, which does um, no to hit and does shut up and damage, so... Because, as Death's Hold, at first level, your body has begun the transformation, 
You do not need to eat, sleep, or breathe. You are immune to psychic damage. You have a natural AC of 8 plus strength plus con. However, there are drawbacks. You cannot move, speak, think, perceive, or initiate interactions in the world around you in any way. So that's, um, that's a corpse, baby. Yeah, I mean, you picked a corpse. That's, I don't know why that's a class. A class off D&D Wiki. I mean, I thought that D&D Wiki was its own episode, but you managed to bring that in again. So anyways, why don't I move us into ranged? I have a blowgun with a no to hit and a uh, can't damage, so. Because you don't have any air in your lungs. <sighs> Not even one last breath? You're dead. How long have I been dead? It's indeterminate at this age. Well, I mean, at ninth level, you've been dead for quite some time because you were dead at level one. Oh, so as a corpse, you gain levels by just being dead for longer? Yeah, you gain experience by just being in the party. Folks, if so that you, is a minus two in melee. Is that a minus two in ranged as well? Folks, if you hate Aaron, tweet us at DND Character Lab. That's D, N is in Nancy, D is in Dan, Character Lab. Hashtag Corpse Life. You don't have to put that hashtag. You can just straight send Garen hate mail. Hashtag Dead and Loving It. Uh, what do you have for ranged? Apparently, I have no ranged weapons. Yeah, so that's going to be a minus two for you, huh? Okay, so I am. Currently winning minus three to minus four. Oh, okay. So, Garen, what do you have for burninating for your character? I have got knock, which means if I open the door fast enough, it knocks into the guy standing behind the door, dealing bludgeoning damage, which, which is, is a also known as not magic damage. So, Garen, what do you have in burninating? It it does look like I have nothing. I I have got a You're lot. You're a sorcerer of with nothing. I've got a lot of spells here. And none of... Oh, Gust, Gust can do bludgeoning damage if they hit a wall. No. Yes, it can. Unfortunately, no. For those of you listening at home, I have Gust. Minus two. So for burninating, I'm going to argue a minus one. So at sixth level, I have something called the bloating, which is a trait of the corpse, which at sixth level allows my body to begin to swell with gas. And if you fail a DC 13 constitution save, they're poisoned and they take one poison damage for every turn until they beat that save. Or they just get the hell out of dodge from my bloated body. Oh, and they must make a DC 16 wisdom save to avoid becoming disgusted. Anyway, I'm arguing a minus one. So I get it because it's better than nothing. All right, so moving into control, as a wolf tar, I've got pack tactics. What's a wolf tar, you ask? Half wolf, half man. So a little bit shorter than a centaur with a man's chest, neck, and head above the... Now, I like to imagine this like Maltese style, like my dog, mad small. But I want a full-grown man's chest, neck, and head where he's just falling over all the time because Can he's those too tiny big. feet hold up that big body? Not all the time. They fall over all the time. <laughs> so bad control as far as balance goes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, minus one there, but pack tactics. And then also there is a wisdom saving throw, DC 14, in order for people to avoid touching the dead body. So you either succeed on that DC 14 wisdom saving throw or you're touching the cute little baby Maltese man. Aww. Yeah, the, the visual image on that tiny, tiny little dog body just segmenting right below the belly button of a man's yeah. like ripped torso because centaurs always They're ripped. ripped. So a wolf tar would also be ripped. Yeah, so it's a zero. It's irresistible. 
It is, and then just to even touch it. It's a little baby irresistible built. Let me let me try and succeed on my wisdom save right now. I did succeed. But you would have still you would have still wanted to touch it. Yeah, that's right. Zero. So how do you feel in control? I've got control flames, which has that in the name. I got gust moving stuff around. Wow! Jump. Is that what it does? It moves <laughs> stuff around? Yep. Moving, pushing, pushing, pulling, towing the Garth Mill Ford. I've got jump. I've got sea invisibility, which controls those invisible creatures. Control winds, also in the name. That's two different controls. That's a fifth level spell. I have fifth level spells in ninth level? Yeah. So, honestly, I think there's feel? enough for a zero here. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Zero, zero. All right. So, let's move right along into what? Uh-oh. Let's move along into tankiness. All right, so I've got an AC of 12. Definitely not the worst AC we've seen in the lab. 54 hit points at level 9, pretty low. That's a D6 hit die with no con modifier. And I have resistance <laughs> I have resistance to damage dealt by traps, which happens a lot if you're in the Tomb of Annihilation, which I think we've both seen. That's a minus 1. Minus 1. So what do I have when it comes to tankiness? I have an AC of 14 with 900 hit points, plus 2. Yeah, the done. The corpse has a D100 hit die because a corpse is it's hard dead. to kill. Well, it's dead. Anyway, plus 2 without question. Tankiest character we've ever had. Okay, could you roll for that though? 14, I get a plus 1. So guys, moving into ally assist, I want to talk specifically to all of the listeners that have been thinking about becoming a patron. If you guys just pull the trigger and be, and donate $10 a month. That's all. It's $120 a year, but in return, you're able to put smooth operator and spitting fire scenarios in our hands every single week. You're able to name our characters. You're also able to have fun with us almost daily. It's daily. No, it's not almost daily. It's daily. And you can attend my funeral as a corpse. Yeah. So you could attend my christening as a wild magic sorcerer. So, in summary, like I said, as a $20 patron, you guys get merch and ignore this episode and become a patron. Yeah, you send us a $40 bill in the mail. $40 bill. And we will send you back lipstick-stained kiss envelope. That's true, with a miniature in it. Yeah. And it's going to be a miniature of a wolf tar. Yeah, a dead wolf tar lying in the grass. In summary... Donate as much money as you have in your savings account to us, and we will make it worth your while. Now moving into ally assist, so I'm going to argue a minus one here. While I don't have any abilities I can help my friends, I do have a funeral that happens on a regular basis because I've been dead for a while. I gather a lot of friends and family around. and That makes I, sense. Yeah, and I get a lot of joy in Thanksgiving. I also get a celebration of life. And I also get, like, a nice little luncheon out of the deal. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's minus one worthy. Yeah, because they could shove the food into your mouth. You can't interact with the world, but the world can interact with you. And they shove it in my mouth, and they can, like, move my jaw and then, like, just, like, shove it down my throat. If somebody's brave enough, they usually, you know, sew the mouth shut. But anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Minus one. That That's minus one worthy because that is at least bringing some peace to the people around you. Uh, so what do I got in the ally assist category? I'm going to say 
tongues. I can speak any language. I can comprehend any language because I have that as a level one spell. And I've got Featherfall. I've got Expeditious Retreat. I've got Jump. These are all very movement-based oriented spells that provide my allies some ability to uh, to move around. I also got Slow, which could help my That's probably better in the control category, but I forgot about that one. Okay. What are you arguing? I'm arguing a zero. Yeah, you're better than me. I think I sure. have some things here. Even though the funeral is joy and Thanksgiving. Now, Garen, let's talk balance. Yeah. I'm a okay balance, I'm going to say here. For a sorcerer, this is not balanced at all. I've got a strength of 11. I've got a dex of 15, con of 10, intelligence of 16, wisdom of 14, and charisma of 8. Now, so a sorcerer, of course, is a charisma spell casting class. Not great in this scenario. But I am proficient in history, insight, intimidation, persuasion, and religion. Which, persuasion and intimidation still somehow have a plus three. Because <laughs> it's a plus four proficiency with a minus one modifier. Yeah. But I got that plus eight to insight. Which is very helpful. I know when people are lying to me. Like, look at this. I know with a modified 17, Dan is very unhappy with my corpse build. Yeah. I have that insight. Not only unhappy with the corpse build, but also unhappy with you as a creator of a podcast for how poor this episode will turn out. I don't think that's true. I think this episode is going to be fire. So I'm arguing a zero because of that, no. that spellcasting modifier. Yeah, I'll, I'll say a zero, yeah. Let's go to uh, the corpse here. I'm going to argue a plus one for balance. I've got a 17 strength, dexterity of 12, con of 10, intelligence of 11, very smart for a dead guy. Yeah. And a wisdom of nine with a charisma of 15. I am the most beautiful dead body you've ever seen. And I've also got a little painted smile on. So people are very charmed. But I have proficiency in animal handling because Max still loves me. Aww. The cats come and eat your face. Yeah. I have an athletics of plus seven because shutting the casket door does not take care of itself. <laughs> A lot no. of people think that other people do it. Corpse takes care of that. At yeah. the end of the day, I got to be responsible for shutting off the lights. And survival, a plus three. I failed my survival check on the last one, and unfortunately, I didn't get a redo. But you've been getting better at it since then. Now, I'm going to take that plus one because this is far more balanced than you are. I, the passive uh, perception is the real key here of a nine. So while I'm dead, I still know when earthworms are trying to eat my brain. That is enough to know that earthworms are trying to eat your brain. Yeah. You might not know what but that like guy I, is doing in the corner of the room, but, but you're I aware. know I know when something's in my ear canal. So I'm going to take that one. So I'm going to move right into the charisma scenario, which was offered to us this week by our friend and patron, Joshua Slade, which reads, You are partial to drink, but it's been a long time since you've had this much. <laughs> You somehow end up at the bar telling the bartender how you have a secret son called Chad and how you had your way with the missus of that tough-looking orc over there. Before you knew it, a large calloused hand slams down on your shoulder and you look up to see the face of Grackle Stonefist, the orc warrior of the village. Perhaps you weren't as quiet as you thought when you told the bartender you screwed his missus. 
So what do I do? Simple enough. I'm arguing a plus two. This is very smooth. I'm dead. So I have no excuse. I've been decomposing for some time. I definitely didn't screw his missus. And I wasn't talking to the bartender. You just had a note like pinned to your shirt that said, I did it, but it's been way too long. And the note is definitely old. So yeah. plus two. Easy. Good excuse. It's impossible for you to have done this because considering you were dead. I can't argue for that, and I already pushed your roll. Oh, jeez. Okay. I am going to cast Control Winds to control all the winds in the tavern. All the farts. The human winds. The, the humanoid winds that have been execrated in this tavern. Execrated? Yeah. And I control all of them into a little torrent. A little a tornado. A, a tornado of farts? Yes. A fart tornado? And I waft it right into Grackle's face. His glasses fall off? Grackle Stonefist wears glasses? Yeah. Shh. I'm sorry, Grackle. I didn't know that. That is going to bring me down a little bit on the smooth category because that's a little more aggressive to knock his glasses off. Yeah. But the waft of farts rushes into his face, into his pores. He gets poop in his pores? He's going to revile this. <laughs> He's going to back off a little bit. And the next day, he's going to start working into some pretty terrible acne because it got under his skin. Poop acne. Pacne. Pacne? Poopne? Pacne is the best word. Yeah. He's got that pacne. And <laughs> I think this is a solid zero. But it's circumstantial based off of... How many farts? Yeah. Should we roll a d100 for farts? Yes. Okay, so I got a d100 for the amount of farts that were in the bar, and this is going to factor into how well I did on this. 40 farts. That's a lot of farts. 40 farts is enough to make a fart made up. Yeah. Yeah. Zero. All right. What do you do? So aggressively, what I do is I stink because I've been dead at ninth level for at least nine weeks, and I'm laying in a bar. So I imagine I am offensive with it. And on that DC 14 wisdom save, People can't help but touch my body, and when they do, a little bit of noxious gas comes out, dealing one poison damage. I feel like that's at least slightly aggressive. I'm arguing a zero. So you think that the Grackle Stonefist wouldn't want to be anywhere near you? My because stinky, of, dead Because body. you're so stank. Yeah. I'm in a bar and I'm dead. Are you still thinking that there's no chance that you slept with his missus? Oh no, I've been dead for nine weeks. So that's a no? That's a no. Because we don't want to go there. Zero? He's what I'm arguing. All right. How are you doing? I've got wild magic. So here's what I do is I start casting every spell possible, hoping that I get something good on my wild magic chance table, like a fireball or something like that, because I could set this whole tavern on fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So let's get into it. 26. For the next minute, an eye appears on my forehead, and for that time, I have per advantage on perception checks, which means I know that this guy's really mad. So I cast another spell. Six. A Modron chosen and controlled by the DM appears in occupied space within five feet of me, then disappears after one minute. This that is sucks because, well. yeah, you're not doing so hot. So. But I'm, I'm creating chaos at this point. But it's all attacking you, which is 18. You grow a beard made of feathers that remains until I sneeze. So anyways, we're not doing, we're not doing anything else. 39. I regained two D10 hit points. We're done. No? We're done. Three. 
For the next minute, I can see invisible creatures. Okay, so right, this so did not go well. You're taking the dice we're, away from we're me. Done. We're done. You're putting the dice away. So how did you do this aggressively is what happened? Uh, you grew a beard of feathers. I grew a beard of feathers. I, I created a Modron. You got an eye in the middle of your head. And I can see invisible creatures, which is also a spell that I have see invisibility. So how did you handle this? I did not handle it at all. It's minus two. All right. So perfect. Now... Moving into the X-Factor, Garen, I know you wanted to play this wild magic sorcerer, but I did. anything else you wanted to add about it? I think this character is total trash. I think, what? I think you've chosen a, a rather inopportune spell list. Blade Ward is what I'd probably be using most. How dare you? Most turns in order to just stay alive with, with that AC of 12. I'm very offended. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I built a very fine character for you. Now, as far as X-Factor goes for the corpse, I think I eked you out. I think I beat you, so I think I would rather play this. How do you think the creator did on adding features to playing a corpse? <laughs> um, if you had to play a corpse... How do, how do people move me around? The rest like, of your party is just going to have like, to... Just like, just carrying around my body. I assume the barbarian's got you slung on his back in a baby Bjorn. Does it say how long I've been dead for? No. So, Revivify's still an option. So you guys are just bringing me around. No, Revivify's not an option. Resurrect is probably an option. And then you could start fresh with a new Oh, class. okay. So you guys are carrying me around waiting for something to happen. So, I like it if you're dead. I like having 900 hit points. There's no question about that. It's impossible to remove you from the scenario with 900 hit points. Yeah, they can keep hitting. It ain't going to happen. Power word kill is useless on you. Truth, because I'm dead. So regardless, I think it goes without saying, I would love to play this class. And Garen, why don't you go ahead and let our listeners know who won this episode? Uh, actually, Dan, you won this episode because my character got a minus three and your character got a minus eight. You're darn tootin'. I tried to find the worst possible character I possibly could, and I think and I he went, did. But he went far and wide, guys. And for the record, I used Wizards Official Content for a half-orc sorcerer of wild magic, and I was able to attain a negative eight in the score sheet just based off of Wizards Official Content and it wasn't even using a negative modifier race. And that does prove to you that if you want to play a terrible character, you can do it just with the books you have right now. Adventurers League, folks. Enter in with a half-orc sorcerer with an eight charisma. You will piss off your whole table. So thank you for suffering through this episode. You're the worst. Chapter three. We may not be back. I don't know that Dan would agree to another one of these after what happened here. Probably not, but guys... If you want to tune in next week, and you will forgive us for this awful episode, next week we're going to triple up with three talented creators that have all recently published some aquatic work in honor of Ghosts of the Salt Marsh that recently released aquatic nautical campaign from Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, Brian Holmes, Darren Kenny, and JVC Perry have a lot of great content, and we can't wait to share it with you guys. They've each released individual products there are additional authors involved in that as well but these are three of our guys that we have worked with in the lab before we are good friends with those guys and we are interested in showing their content to you with an all aquatic episode i'm very excited for that we are running a nautical campaign ourselves so some of this stuff might be brought into there but guys until next week remember when it comes to character creation 
It doesn't have to be optimized. It just has to be dead. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Lab, and all episodes for that matter. Yeah, but if you left this episode just wanting more, you can join us on Patreon for tons of bonus content. At our lowest tier, you can join our Discord and participate in fan battles and have access to all PDF content that we post. You can even chat with us throughout the day. For just a little bit more, you get two bonus episodes a month and access to the entire backlog of Fight Clubs, Monster Labs, and special interviews that we've been pumping out since March of 2018. Patrons in the next tier get early access to our regular show, sometimes as much as nine days prior to release date. They also get PDFs of the character sheets for the characters that we've built in the 2019 episodes and beyond, and they can submit a smooth operator or spitting fire charisma scenario that we will use in each and every episode. And our top, top tier patrons get merch a couple times a year, have a chance to submit characters, and can sway the fates with automatic crits and fails on our charisma rolls during the show. At any level, we hope to bring you more fun. We love working working on this show and the support of our patrons helps continue to make it better. If you're digging the new audio production that began in 2019, just know that it wouldn't be possible without those that already donate. And we have more plans to beef up the lab and we need your help to do it. But however you support us, we thank you. We hope to have you back next week. Head over to our Facebook and Twitter at DD Character Lab for some previews of what to expect and lots of links to other great community content. Until Wednesday, peace, love, and point by. While Garen rubs his nipples. Go ahead. Well, can I see my character sheet? No. You can't argue. You're throwing that. all this heat on me for not having tabletop lube open. Tabletop lube? Um, them dookies are a little bit littler than the centaur. You know how oh, the, so you're you're getting, how the you're, centaur so you're is getting, like... You're getting in the poop factor. Of yeah, the you know how the centaur has like just massive... I mean like... Larger than you and I. I mean, yeah. we, we can have some respectable poops at times, but yeah, some straight up massive dookies. The wolf tar, more human. I've seen some pretty big doggy doo-doos. You obviously haven't met my doggy. Oh, you're right, you're right. So this is like a tiny, a tiny wolf body yeah. and a regular sized man. No, this is like a tiny I wolf. I could have birth out of my butt. Yeah. Like this. Jesus.